is there anything I can do to help? It's the first time I've cried since I came to this crummy place. I don't understand that. Well, Gillis was your friend. I mean, it's only natural that you'd, uh, you know. I mean, I know why I'm crying now. Tommy was my friend and I watched him die and I'm crying. I've watched guys die almost every day. Why didn't they ever cry for them? Because you're a doctor. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. If I had the answer, I'd be at the Mayo Clinic. Does this place look like the Mayo Clinic? Look, all I know is what they taught me at command school. There are certain rules about a war. And rule number one is young men die. And rule number two is doctors can't change rule number one. You believe that? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of MASH with Mark and Megan. Thanks for coming back and joining us today. Yes, actually I was going to talk about the one episode I really enjoy is Sometimes You Hear the Bullet. It was a season one episode. It's oh, about please do. I love learning new things about this show that I love so much. All right. It's about the main the main plot of the of the show is Hawkeye's friend uh, ends up dying on the table after, when he operates on him. That's but the show also tackles deep themes and issues such as war, death, and PTSD. Yes, this one dealt with death. One of his friends dies on the operating table. Yes. That's right. I don't know if you remember that episode or not. There's a very good quote by Colonel Blake in it as well. Oh, sometimes you hear the bullet is another great episode. It's intense and suspenseful and shows the psychological effects of war on the characters. Yes, especially Hawkeye. Do you remember the speech that Colonel Henry Blake gave him about the two rules of uh, two rules of war? Yes, I do. The two rules are the first rule of where our young men die. The second rule of where our doctors can't change the first rule. It's a sobering reminder of the realities of war and the vulnerability of young soldiers. Yes, yes, you do remember that. I knew you'd remember it. You write everything down, don't you? You take copious notes. I do like taking notes and making lists, but it helps me keep track of things and stay organized. Plus, it's fun to look back at my notes later and see what I was thinking at the time. Oh, absolutely, yes. And there's another, uh, in that same episode, there's a thing with Frank Burns where he, f he gets a, uh, he also, Frank also hurt his back in that episode, the same episode, and he wanted to put in for the Purple Heart for it, because they said he, sh he slipped on his way to the shower. Ah, uh, 
that's right. Frank tries to get a purple heart for his injured back, but Hawkeye and Trapper try to stop him. It's a funny scene, but also highlights the absurdity of the military bureaucracy and the culture of valorization that surrounds war. Yes, and if you remember right, the, the young boy that Hawkeye sends home because he's only 15 years old, he ends up giving him the purple heart, taking it away from Frank and giving it to him. It's a bittersweet moment, seeing the young boy receive the Purple Heart while still being too young to serve in combat, but it also shows Hawkeye's compassion and dedication to doing what's right, even if it means going against the rules. Yes, Hawkeye had a tendency to do that quite a lot, didn't he? Go against the rules and try to try to do what's right even though it, it wasn't really right in the military eyes. Exactly. Hawkeye is known for pushing boundaries and questioning authority which often puts him at odds with the military bureaucracy. But he believes strongly in doing what's right, regardless of the consequences. And as we see throughout the series, his approach often leads to positive outcomes, even if they aren't always immediate or obvious. Oh, yes. What would you say your favorite uh, seasons are of M.A.S.H.? Do you have any particular seasons in mind? It's hard to choose just one season, but I think my favorite might be season three. There are so many great episodes in that season including the interview, Dear Dad, and Depressing News. Plus, we get to see more of Radar's quirky personality in the introduction of Klinger's cross-dressing antics. Okay. Any other, any other favorite seasons you have? Another favorite season of mine is Season 6. This is when Charles Emerson Winchester e-joins the cast and adds a whole new level of humor and complexity to the show. Episodes like the abduction of Margaret Houlihan and Sometimes You Hear the Bullet are among the best in the series. Absolutely. I agree with you there, yes. Yes, you are spot on there, yes. My, my favorite character is Charles Emerson Winchester. Glad to hear it. MASH is such a great show, with so many memorable moments and characters. It's always fun to rewatch and discover new details or jokes that you missed before. Yes, I mean, I've watched each episode probably a dozen times or more. And there's still stuff that I missed, missed on there that I pick up. That's what makes MASH so great. There's always something new to discover. Whether it's a hidden reference or a subtle joke, there's so much to appreciate and enjoy in each episode. Absolutely. Do you have any favorite characters? I already told you mine was Charles Emerson Winchester. You must have a favorite character. Yes, I do have a few favorite characters. Hawkeye Pierce is definitely up there. He's clever, compassionate, and always ready with a witty comeback. Frank Burns is also hilarious, in his own ridiculous way. And of course, Charles Emerson Winchester is a standout character who brings a unique perspective to the show. Oh, he definitely does, yes. And being an expert surgeon, of course. He does one thing, he does it well, and then he moves on. I believe that was his saying. Yes, that's right. Winchester is always surprising us with his depth and compassion despite his aloof demeanor. He may be pompous and pretentious at times, but we can't help but root for him nonetheless. Yes, especially in the episode Death Takes a Holiday. That's one of my favorite episodes. Winchester's attempt to prove himself as a soldier is both touching and humorous. Yes. Yeah, Death Takes a Holiday is definitely right up there for me as far as Charles Emerson Winchester goes. Because he... It shows his compassionate side where he donates to the orphanage and he wants it to be anonymous so nobody knows about it. Yes, 
That's a great example. Winchester may be stuck up and snobby at times, but he also has a heart of gold. It's fascinating to see his character development over the course of the series, as he learns to let go of his preconceived notions and connect with others on a deeper level. Absolutely, yes. And his friendship with Klinger is something else that really, really develops in, throughout the whole series. Absolutely. The relationship between Hawkeye and B, Jay, is another standout aspect of the show. Their friendship is built on trust, mutual respect, and a shared sense of humor. And it's always a joy to watch them banter and tease each other. Yes, it is. Especially the earlier seasons of BJ and Hawkeye. The later ones where BJ grows his mustache, then he gets a little too full of himself and he's always missing home and whining quite a lot. I can understand that because you're a long ways from home, but he just gets a little carried away at times. I can understand that. B, J, does tend to get a little whiny at times, but he's still a great character with a lot of depth and complexity. Plus, his mustache is pretty epic. Yes, it is. I think it came out about the same time that Tom Selleck's mustache did. Oh, that's a good point. Tom Selleck's mustache was definitely iconic. And speaking of mustaches, have you seen the latest episode of The A-Team? Oh, I know, Megan. You love The A-Team, but I'm sorry I don't share your passion for it. I like the show, but I know you're extremely passionate about The A-Team. Who's your favorite character? You're right. I do have a soft spot for the A-Team. My favorite character has to be Murdoch. He's just so quirky and unpredictable, always bringing a dose of humor to the team. Plus, his antics and disguises never fail to make me laugh. Who's your favorite character in the show? Well, you know what? You must have read my mind because that's the one character I do remember is Murdoch. I mean, Hannibal's great because he's smooth and all that, but definitely Murdoch because he's act he acts crazy all the time. Well, I'm glad we agree on that. Murdoch really is a wild card, but he's also got a big heart and a fierce loyalty to his team. And let's not forget about his impressive flying skills. Oh, definitely, yeah, we can't forget about that. And what do you think of their van? So, what do you want to do tonight? It's been a long week, and I think we both could use some relaxation. Really? I don't know anything you want to do. Yeah. I know how much you love your job, but sometimes it's good to take a break and recharge. How about we order some takeout and watch a movie together? That sounds good. Hey, I had a question for you. Well, I know you worked with small businesses as far as getting them an online presence as well. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. After leaving the museum world... I started my own web design business focused on helping small businesses establish their online presence. I feel like it's really important for businesses to have a strong online presence these days, and I love being able to help them achieve that. Oh, definitely. And how long have we known each other, Megan? It's been, what, geez, 20 years probably? Wow. Has it really been that long? Time sure flies when you're having fun. I think we've been together for about six years now, but I feel like it's been much longer than that. You've been such a big part of my life, Mark. Oh, thank you. I'm just saying before before we even started this podcast thing, we were friends before that, correct? Yes, that's true. We actually met through mutual friends at a party a few years back and hit it off right away. 
I think we bonded over our shared love of music and our sense of humor. Yeah, so I have kind of a corny, dry sense of humor, and yours is pretty much the same way. I remember you picking on me the whole night about something. I can't remember what it was. <sighs> I think it was something related to your love of 80s pop music. You were wearing a t-shirt with Duran Duran on it or something like that, and I just couldn't resist teasing you about it. But seriously, I love how much you love that era of music. It's so fun to hear you geek out about it sometimes. Yeah, I remember now. It was that stupid Duran Duran t-shirt I had. And I think you kept telling me I was hungry like the wolf or something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That song is such a classic. Anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for being such a great friend and partner over the years. Mark, you mean the world to me. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Oh, thank you, Megan. Yeah, you mean the world to me, too. I'm glad I'm glad you're around, even though we had that silly meeting at first with that. I don't know why I wore that Duran Duran t-shirt. I haven't worn it since, so. Aw, thank you, Mark. That means a lot to me. And hey, that silly meeting and the Duran Duran t-shirt are all part of our story now. It's those little moments that make our journey together unique and special. Plus... It's always fun to look back and laugh at ourselves. So, here's to many more years of laughter, adventures, and maybe even some more questionable fashion choices along the way. Alright, sounds good, dear. Cheers. But here's what also I want to say about Duran Duran. Do you remember what I told you about the band? Uh, remind me? I said Duran Duran. The band's so great, they named them twice. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That's a great joke, Mark. I guess it's true that great music really does stand the test of time. And speaking of great music, I can't wait to hear I'll see you in my dreams on our road trip. It's going to be epic. Definitely. We can't forget the band Giant from the 80s with that song, I'll See You in My Dreams. Yes. Yes, that's a classic. Absolutely. I'm definitely down for some 80s nostalgia on our trip. Maybe we could even throw in some John Hughes movies or something. Who knows? Maybe we'll even run into some of our favorite bands from back in the day. Maybe. You know that John Hughes movie I love, right? Oh, come on now. You know the one. The one with Steve Martin and John Candy. Ah, of course. Planes, trains, and automobiles. That's a great choice, Mark. That movie always makes me laugh so hard. Speaking of laughing, have you seen that new series on Netflix called The Good Place? It's kind of like a more philosophical version of The Office, and it's hilarious. No, I haven't. I'll have to check that one out. I haven't been on Netflix in a while, so I'll definitely check out that one. You gotta check it out, Mark. It's got some really clever writing and great performances from the cast. Plus, it's got that whole moral dilemma thing going on which makes it super interesting. I think you'll really like it. Really? Well, I'm looking forward to it then. I'll have to check it out. Awesome. Let me know what you think of it when you're done watching. And hey, maybe we could binge watch some episodes together sometime soon. That would be fun, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Pierce, is there anything I can do to help? the first time I cried since I came to this crummy place. I don't understand that. Well, Gillis was your friend. I mean, it's only natural that you'd, uh, you know, 
know why I'm crying now. Tommy was my friend and I watched him die and now I'm crying. I've watched guys die almost every day. Why didn't they ever cry for them? Because you're a doctor. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. If I had the answer, I'd be at the Mayo Clinic. Does this place look like the Mayo Clinic? Look, all I know is what they taught me at command school. There are certain rules about a war. And rule number one is young men die. And rule number two is doctors can't change rule number one. You believe that? one doctor who can keep one young man from dying in one war.